Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle, um, I feel like we're both living our best lives lives right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> is that so? Uh, yeah, because you finally got what you always wanted, which was snow. Yeah, yeah, I did. Because in the Philadelphia area and really in the East Coast, you guys got pummeled with snow over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how much snow do you think you got? Uh, not that much. Probably like <laughs> probably like seven or eight inches total. Not it's, that much seven or eight inches. It's definitely more than six. So it might have been seven. Uh, last time I checked, which was... Uh, like on Monday? What's today? <laughs> no. Wednesday. The time that I checked, oh, Tuesday morning before it snowed more, mm-hmm. it was six inches. I think it was at least six inches. So, yeah. And you basically, you almost sort of got two days off work. Yeah, I did. Sort Man, of. I miss getting days off work for snow, which never yeah. happened, really. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, and see, on my side, so you, because you, well, first of all, you've complained to me repeatedly that you wanted snow mm-hmm. yeah, and that you would never get snow. Yeah. Well, it hasn't snowed except for a little bit earlier or like a month ago. It really hasn't snowed here in the last, the, the two prior years at all. Um, or it'll snow like, and then melt immediately. But now it's snowed. Yeah. Not, not as much as the time when it snowed a lot a couple <laughs> years ago. Good point. Good point. Good yeah. point. Uh, <laughs> no, because uh, uh, out here we di- we got the same storm you did, but we didn't get we got hit by like a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. We got like an inch of snow, um, but it was pretty intense. I mean, there was a lot of it coming down for quite a while. Um, and uh, but so you got your snow that you finally you finally got that snow that you always wanted, and I got food poisoning. Which you've always wanted. Yeah, right? I was always hoping. I was like, I was like, I'm going to keep buying food from restaurants until someone makes me sick. Oh, please! Oh, it had been a while since I got food poisoning. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. You know, um, if if you know, there are situations. You know, when you're going to be home alone. Because I already live alone, so it's like you're living alone, and you have a very comfortable toilet seat, and you know, then maybe you just want to, you know, sit on the couch wrapped in a blanket, watching television for like seven or eight hours with uh, frequent trips to the bathroom. Yeah, that's fun, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, okay. that's great. It's great. So I'm, <laughs> I'm basically two days out from having it. Um, as we're talking, I still don't feel quite right. I'm still like recovering from all the weird sleep I got. Mm-hmm. Um, the first like four days, uh, since I got sick, I was having nightmares like all the time. And I know you have weird nightmares. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you dream that you murder people a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you, do you want to expand oh, on that? Um, I, I, I like, sometimes it's like an accident. Sometimes it's not an accident. Sometimes I help people murder people or like try to get a, like help them. I'm complicit, you know? <laughs> um, and I'm always like just trying to like escape getting arrested. And sometimes like the dream that I had where you murdered the people and then you were like <laughs> hanging them in bags off of the light poles. And I was just like trying to pretend that I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> did you end up trying to turn me in? Um, I think so. Yeah, but, like, you, you did. You were scaring me. Like I was really what? scared you were going to Why would I scare you? Because uh, I don't know. I, I mean, what was my, did I say anything about what I was doing? Was I like, this is fine or something? Well, you just kept doing it. It's not <laughs> like you just did it one time and just hung one body. You were like hanging bodies on all of the light posts. But you or didn't say anything like, hey, what are you doing? Well, like, no, I knew, like, we, I was not in on it, but I knew exactly, like, because you just talked to me about stuff. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't want to tell you. I was just telling you, like, I'm murdering a bunch of people. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like you were complicit then. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was like really stressed out because I knew about it and I should tell the cops but or somebody, but I, I didn't really want to get you in trouble. And also I knew about it for like a long time at that point. <laughs> so see, I've had dreams where I've committed crimes, which do include murder. Uh, and then I'm like, oh shit, I have to get away with it. But it's, it's this weird thing in the dreams where you commit heinous crimes. Mm-hmm. Do you find that like the dream starts with you committing a heinous crime and you feel like you're kind of on autopilot and then the moment the heinous crime is done, now you are you again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I like because I have no idea why I did this. Or like there's a reason, but like it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then it's like, oh fuck, like now I have to hide this body. And it's always like, I gotta hide the body. And I hope nobody finds the body. Um they usually find the body right no they don't they always get like really close so like a lot of my dream is like i'm really stressed out because i think someone's gonna find the body that's yeah so like your a lot of your nightmares are like the telltale heart by edgar Allan poe yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) uh my worst so my nightmares are really weird they're boring like i have nightmares that like people that i have not seen in a long time or people who are dead or whatever are just around and then i wake up and i'm very upset oh that's that's really sad yeah yeah those are my worst nightmares so let's talk about fun nightmares somebody just rang my doorbell twice maybe they want to sell you something let me hold on It looks like it's a delivery person. Oh. But I don't have any deliveries. I'm going to go check it. You have to talk the entire time I'm gone to keep the show going, okay? Okay. All right. I'm I'm counting on you. Okay. All right. Okay. I think he took his headphones out so he can't hear me. So I'm not going to talk. No, I guess I should talk. I don't know. What do you want? What do you want me to say? Um, 
<laughs> so it finally stopped snowing. It's only it only snowed for about seventy two hours straight, or with you know. See, this is dumb. Nobody wants to hear me just talk about this to myself. Come back. I'm all alone. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, I mean, this is taking a while. Okay, good, good. You had better have been talking that whole time. I, I was. Uh, so, it has my mother's name on it, which oh. is weird, because she doesn't live here. <laughs> um, I'm worried that she may have accidentally sent her groceries to my house. Oh, oh, are they groceries? Uh, yeah, they're... <laughs> It's like two giant packs of Reese cups and some celery and some other stuff. That's that's weird. I it's a mystery. I'm texting my mother. Did you send me groceries? I'm betting they're for her, and she accidentally Aww. sent them to me, and I'm gonna have to take them to her. Um, well, thank goodness that derailed the show. We were having some really good conversation. Uh, <laughs> This is what happens. This is why we should have rented that really expensive studio every week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the one that like that, like uh, a day in it is like the cost of both of our mortgages, basically. Yeah. That would have been a good move. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the best. <laughs> so what I was, what I was getting at was, uh, one of the nightmare things I have that isn't so sad. Uh, she just texted me. She accidentally sent, yeah, she ordered it to the wrong place. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. You should talk if I'm not talking. No, How I dare already, you? I already did that thing where I talked when you went away and it was really bad. So I I can't <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I wonder why my mom needed so many Reese's cups, but you know what? That's her business. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, (laughs) sorry. I'm, I have, this whole day has been this way for me. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like I can't do anything without it becoming like a whole mess. Like the dogs have a grooming appointment, but I wrote down the wrong time for the appointment. So uh, the whole day is an hour behind and I needed to wake up at nine. And for the first time in forever, I slept past my alarm, which may have had a lot to do with the four nights of nightmares back to back to back to back. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. And now I'm like recording the podcast and I'm finally like doing it and I'm feeling okay about myself, I guess. And then the doorbell rings because my mother accidentally sent her groceries here. Because while I, well, that does feed into what we're talking about. While I was sick, my mother sent me things via DoorDash. Mm-hmm. So she accidentally ordered her DoorDash groceries to my house. That makes sense. To yeah. Her house. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but, um, one of the worst nightmares I have that isn't so sad that you don't want to know about it is I have, have you ever had dreams? I have dreams sometimes that I can like, like something scary is happening. Uh, I don't know. Somebody's coming after me or whatever. And I can jump away from them. Like I can jump really high up. 
Yeah, I can't even run when something scary's coming at me. Well, so. but, here, but here's the thing. So I'll like jump to get out of a situation. And when I say scary, I mean like a situation I need to get out of, not like a big scary monster or something. I, I don't have an example to remember because the dreams are hard to remember. Mm-hmm. But but instead of like ah, being attacked by this thing, I leap into the air, but then I just keep going up. Yeah. And then I end up being like 80 feet in the air. And then I start falling toward the ground and I'm literally like, how can I jump this high? I don't know how to land. I'm going to die. And I oftentimes will like kick awake when I hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have those, but that sounds really upsetting. It's scary as hell. Yeah, it really is. Because the worst part is like when it's it's this sense that like inertia has turned on you because mm-hmm. it's like, I just want to run away from this this thing. And then you like take five steps and all of a sudden you fly up into the air. Mm-hmm. And then there's this moment where you're like, good, I got away from them. And then you're like, oh, my God. And like, so I think that's one of my biggest nightmare fears because some people say like, I have that nightmare that I'm falling. I'm like, I have a nightmare that I'm falling after I've jumped up into the air an impossible height for some reason. Mm hmm. And then I'm coming crashing down and I'm like, oh boy, I'm going to die. Yay. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are what a lot of my nightmares are. I also have nightmares about like people breaking into my house uh, and then me having to kill them in self-defense, mm-hmm. which is, which is very sad. Um, so, <laughs> so I had a bunch of nightmares and they put me on edge. I don't know. I, I just wake up with this like dreary feeling mm-hmm. over me after a night full of, delightful nightmares yeah and then uh and i know that since the pandemic i've i it's at least happened two other times that i've had like nightmares for like two or three nights in a row yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm starting to like and then all of a sudden i start to realize like i don't feel so good i've been every night when i go to sleep i just have nightmares about a guy in a striped sweater (laughs) long fingernails um but no uh (laughs) so uh, last night, I don't think I had nightmares. Maybe I had a couple that I don't remember. Or maybe I'm just groggy because it was my first good night's sleep after like four bad night's sleep. Mm. Um, that could be. Uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I took a nap and had a horrible nightmare during the nap, which was fun. I like woke up and I was like, fine, whatever. I'm just going to sit up on this couch and not rest my Aww. weary eyes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not like constantly playing. In fact, I usually don't have dreams of mem- of note at all. I'm I'm very much a like dream forgetter. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, were those nightmares something. So I thought, you know what the most reasonable response to this nightmare thing is? Is why wouldn't I sit up on my couch playing with my iPad and just listening to people read creepy pastas on YouTube like until yeah. like three thirty or four o'clock in the morning? Wow! Until I'm just absolutely so afraid of everything on Earth until I am so terrified that the dogs need to go out and pee. <laughs> like and dude, um, so. Ever since I got a shed put in my backyard, mm-hmm. I already freak out because sometimes I'll hear like um like a grinding sounds or dragging sounds or banging sounds that are that are just normal neighborhood sounds. They're like somebody took a trash out or somebody mm-hmm. yeah. uh, from the backside of my house. Somebody did something. But because I have a thing out there now, I'm always like someone breaking into my shed. Like I always I can't help it. Um, so I always like, will uh, peek out the back window and be like, I don't see anybody. Cause I've got like a really bright porch light. It lights my mm-hmm. entire backyard. 
Um, so uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> so I'm letting the dogs out and like looking around and I'm like, Henrik, if there's someone waiting out there, they're going to, you know, the dogs are going to notice them. Yeah, before yeah I do. exactly. Uh, and then I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Uh, <laughs> I think I told you when I first got Henwolf and I didn't have a, I, I changed the light bulb in my backyard because Henwolf would stand at the edge of the darkness in the backyard and just bark into the void. And I'd I like, remember oh, that. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh God. Uh, so yeah, so I've been, and, and I don't just mean like, Last night I did that. I mean, like, I've been doing that night after night, like, four hours of, like, you know, true horror stories of Craigslist and and stuff like that. Just listening to more and more and more. In fact, right before we came on here, I was listening to, I was actually listening to three terrifying true stories of Craigslist. Actually, that was exactly what I was listening to right before I came here. Because YouTube will be like, hey, you just want us to keep feeding you that? We'll mm-hmm. just keep playing it. So I'm like, uh, okay, I guess I won't stop playing with my iPad. I'll just let you, you play some more. And it's like, okay. I remember one time a video came up and, uh, I was listening to it and listening to it and listening to it. And I was like, I was digging it and I'm playing the game and I'm listening to it. And then all of a sudden I was like, uh, I, I don't know how much time it passed, but I was like, whoa, uh, what's the next video? And I click on it. Cause like, I was like, this video has been playing for like 20 or 30 minutes. And I click on, it, it was a three and a half hour video and it was almost over. Wow. Like, I had been, been listening to a compilation of scary stories. And the funny thing is, you know, I narrate scary stories on the internet myself mm-hmm. and I can't get enough of being just scared shitless. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to relax. I need to get out of the house. I'll just get in my car and listen to the scary stories podcast. <laughs> I'll just get, I'll just go take the dogs for a walk and listen to, to, you know, welcome to night Vale, and, and just like, that's fine. I, I, so why, I don't know why I'm so addicted to scaring myself sometimes, but there is something soothing about scary stories. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But do you like to scare yourself or are you smart? No, I I do, but I don't think I do as much as you do. <laughs> well, I think uh, that's clear, yeah. Uh, but I do like, because um, like I'll, I'll read like some of those kind of things, but I haven't really done that in a while. But sometimes I watch the, the show with the paranormal stuff where there's like videos and they're like, this might be real, but it might not be real because and it's not real because it's not real. But they're like sent <laughs> in by people. So, so it's just like, send us your videos. And then they look at them and they go like, I don't know, this is really interesting. And some of them are like really upsetting. And then I'll just be freaked out for the rest of the night. I mean, that's good. You know, uh, (laughs) I do, uh, I do enjoy like, uh, some of these YouTube channels, they have like, you know, uh, unsolved mysteries of their own. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they tell unsolved stories and they like make a nice little production and present it to you and just make sure that you're scared because no one ever caught whoever did that. Mm -hmm. And now that person is probably in your house. Probably. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. So, (laughs) yeah, I, I mean, I know that I've always liked scaring myself because people, people often, you know, I've, I've directed a bunch of horror movies and people are always like, you know, wow, you know, nothing must scare you. And I'm just like, that's the lie. <laughs> I am so afraid of everything. Like, uh, when I watch a scary movie, I am freaked out a lot. Um, uh, <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was going to say, I think I'm actually pretty hard to scare, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are you sure? What if somebody like, what if late at night Mm -hmm. you're like, you're all by yourself in the house. You don't know where gigs is. She's probably taking a nap and all that's lighting you is the light of your computer screen. And you're just, you know, you're just being totally chill. You know, Uh you're on the, you're, you're, but you know what you just, Michelle, you can't resist it anymore. You have to download that Tor browser and get on the dark web. (laughs) So you're on the dark web. Nothing, nothing crazy. You're not planning to like buy drugs or hire a hitman or anything, but you're just so curious. You've heard things for years and years about the dark web. So you just, you have to see what's up and you're going around and you're going around and looking around because there's no search engines on the dark web. So the only thing you can do is go to a website and start asking people, Hey, where are some places I should go on the dark web? So you, so you contact this guy and he's, you know, in the chat room, you think he's a guy, you know, and he says like, here's a link. So he sends you a dot onion link. You click on it and it's a red room where people are being murdered for money. But of course you don't want to spend any money. So you're like, nah, so you close it. And then the guy's like, how about this? And he sends you a link and it's a website where you, I mean, you could just buy any opioids you want in the entire world shipped directly to your house. Second day air. Um, but again, you don't really want to spend I any don't money, spend any money, but then as you're sitting there in the dark web chat room, you see the little typing, um, little typing symbol, your dark web friend is typing. And then as you can't stand the weight anymore, it dings up and it says, I really feel like I've been developing feelings for you. No! No! Not again! I just wanted to do stuff on the dark web! (laughs) Good luck sleeping tonight, asshole! Just about to say, I'll never be able to sleep again. I'm gonna start right. I'm gonna start writing uh, uh, chell pasta mm-hmm. instead of creepy. Pa- it's just things that would only be terrifying to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was no shrimp ramen. You know, just, still, there's not any. <laughs> well, you still have the, the shrimp ramen I sent you, right? Yeah, I still okay. do, and I eat it pretty regularly. But I want the kind that are in the wide containers that like don't exist in the world right now. I'm just never going to have them. It's always something with you, though. It's like, oh, I want shrimp ramen. Here's some shrimp ramen. Oh, not this kind. That's you. That's you. I know. Maybe you need to check the dark web for some, some ramen. <laughs> should that be what we should do an episode? We should just do Henrik and Michelle get on the dark web. And look and just, for ramen? And just get on that bit. Uh, I remember uh, uh, seeing a YouTuber who was probably faking it all, but uh, uh, buying hand sanitizer on the dark web <laughs> at the start of the pandemic. Yeah. And then he tried some and it burned his hands horribly. What are you going to so, do? And it was funny, though, because like I kind of bought it because like the hand, it was like little little like dollar hand sanitizers and they weren't all full. You know, mm-hmm. it looked like they had just been kind of cobbled together because somebody wanted to sell them on the dark web. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, I've never been on the dark web, but I love the dark web because it's a great. I love that we have a place on the internet where our imaginations can run wild. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're just like so terrified of this this concept. Um, but it gets better. 
I just found out from listening to so many of these like creepy pastas that now there's a thing called the Mariana web, mm-hmm. which is the deepest of the deep dark web, like the Mariana's trench. Yeah, yeah. Mariana's web. And I was like, oh, thank God, just in case the dark web becomes too commercial, we mm-hmm. can say, like, but what about the dark, dark web? What about the deep, dark web? What about the Marianas web? That's pretty great. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, what we've talked about at the beginning of the pandemic last year, how I became addicted to those dark web mystery boxes, mm-hmm. which that's been completely replaced by random Nautica uh, videos. Are you familiar uh, with Randonautica? Um, I wasn't until last week when I watched one of those shows that I was just talking to you about, and they talked about it, and I was like, oh, I didn't know about this. Now I know about it. So the idea is that there's an app called Randonautica, mm-hmm. and you download it, and then you're supposed to, it's when you're out and about, you use it. And you're supposed to uh, press a button and then manifest a word. Like dog and then it gives you a random coordinate within a certain amount of miles that you should go to and there are all kinds of like there are people who actually like tried it and then there are people who you know are using it to to make people you know to to create like a a irg kind of thing alternate arg sorry alternate reality game Mm mm-hmm which at this point I've discovered that ARG really just means fictional YouTube channel Be- oh. because, well, because I mean, which does make sense because it is all because uh, fiction is alternate reality, but because it's interactive in some way, cause it's YouTube, you can post a comment and they can comment back on your comment. It mm-hmm. kind of is a game cause it's interactive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause I actually, one of my favorite YouTubers who started out by doing dark web videos and now he also does Randonautica and he still does dark web videos and stuff like that. Uh, he actually did a video recently where he was like, he was like, some people are calling this fake. And he's like, so I'm just going to say this. I won't confirm or deny if my channel is real or fake. He was like, cause let's be real. If I say my channel is a hundred percent real, I will open myself up to legal issues because some of the shit he finds in the dark web boxes are questionable lots Mm -hmm. of drugs and stuff like that he's like but if i say that it's all fake then people are gonna start bitching and moaning and stuff like that he's like he's like but i am gonna tell you that the way i look at this channel is very simply it's supposed to be entertaining and amusing and you're supposed to watch it because you're enjoying the experience and he's like so if you sit in a movie theater and a horror movie's happening and you go yeah but that michael myers isn't really killing that girl and that like he's like i don't know why you don't do that if that's what you're saying, he's like, I'm literally on a little box on your computer trying to amuse you. That is all I'm doing. So it's all um, fake. So it's all fake. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that argument, though. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that argument. Yeah. Well, well, because there's another guy and I don't want to say his name. But remember, I've talked about the shittier unboxing guy mm-hmm. who, by the way, now he does Randonautica videos that are like three hours long. I hate his guts. He so both he and the guy I like did videos about um, having dark web stalkers, like somebody stalking them, sending them thumb drives of videos of the outside of their houses and stuff. They want to hang out with them and they might be developing feelings for them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) but no, so they're both doing that. I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of creepy or whatever, Mm -hmm. but the guy on, and this really made me mad. The guy that I, I didn't like already he at one point had his apartment broken into 
by this, you know, what he assumes to be the stalker, Mm -hmm. and they stole his computer and stuff. Then he used that as a way to push his Patreon because he was robbed. And I was like, dude, fuck you. Your channel is so obviously fake, and that is not cool because if people believe it, they're going to give you money. Yeah. That's that's such bullshit. Now, you know, saying like, hey guys, join my Patreon, it'll help me, you know, buy more dark web boxes. That's true. I mean, you're, you know, even if you're making them yourself, you're you're obtaining them and creating them and spending time mm-hmm. presenting them. But to say like my apartment was broken into and he still hasn't admitted that that was fake, it had to be. It's but it's also such a misuse of mm-hmm. that direction because he could have had somebody like a friend take it, right? And like make weird, you know, save weird things on it or like post things to his YouTube channel. It could have been really really cool. And yeah, this guy sucks. I, I yeah. but I just remember a bunch of people on Reddit, we all kind of turned on him hard when that happened cuz cuz the worst part was so when these dark web unboxings started, they almost felt like maybe they were real, mm-hmm. like like maybe they were real, but you know they were just you know amping them up for the video, you know, like adding mm-hmm. scary music and and interpreting what's in the boxes to be scarier than they yeah. actually may be. That's fine, uh, and a lot of people were I, I was, like honestly like a lot of my favorite dark like my favorite dark web unboxing channel. The only reason I I realized like it can't be real no matter how much he's playing around. Like it can't be real was when, uh, was when he just was had a new box, like every six days or five days. I was like, dude, no way. Like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. just no way. Like, unless you're literally addicted to dark web boxes, uh, you know, like even then no way. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I mean, you know, but, uh, the guy who was like, my apartment was robbed. His videos were never convincing. I never once thought like, whoa, this dumbass actually got a dark web box and opened mm-hmm. it up and it was scary. Yeah. Never. I never once. So then when he's like, my apartment was robbed. So please, if you can join my Patreon and like help me out because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm got to figure out what I'm going to do. I may have to find a new place to live. And I'm just like, wow, fuck you. Yeah. Man. Like yeah. if we're going to play a pretend game together, don't extort money from me for it. Yeah. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. So, but uh, I hate that guy. I hate that guy so much. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but my point is, um, pr- do you promise me when we're done here today, Michelle, that you'll get on the dark web? Sure. I can but- send you a how to. Now, just ignore the parts where it says over and over, do not get on the dark web. <laughs> you just have to read past those parts. And then... <laughs> And then you can find the parts about how to get on the dark web. Okay. I'll get on the dark gotta, web for you. Just got to avoid all the disclaimers. That's the best part about all of the like dark web channels is they're all, they all say the same thing, which is like, don't get on the dark web. And they're like, anyway, we're getting on the dark web. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, 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 I've definitely found this like dark web sensationalism to be a nice escapism. Um, Good. Because, you know, the only person stupid enough to take the dark web stuff seriously is, like, a politician. Nobody else is that dumb. Mm. Like, I'm sure politicians are already like, I saw a YouTube video and a man got $300 cash, a couple heroin needles, and a dirty diaper in the mail, and this has to stop. We have to pass some kind of legislation to stop Mm. this. You know, and it's like, dude, 
I think you're being trolled. And he's like, I do not believe in trolls or goblins or ghouls. I believe in the Jesus Christ of the United States of America. And you're like, okay. Um, no, just go ahead and ban it. I don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what it's like. I don't know. Well, so when you want to be scared on the internet, what do you do? What's your process? I don't really know. You know, I, I, I was like when I was on the internet trying to scare myself like a year ago or no longer now because everything is sad. So I stopped. Um, <laughs> like I, you know, I would go on like the, 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 some of the subreddits, like, like the ones where, um, like not even like the, like the, um, um, like, the fictional, the ones that are definitely fictional, the ones that are like, mm-hmm. eh, maybe not. We're not really yeah. sure. Like the let's not meet one where people get like followed a lot. Yeah. That like, I actually had to stop. Cause I was like, this is too much. Like I can't, I can't think about this all the time anymore. So yeah. Yeah. You know what the saddest is when, uh, when you find like a YouTube channel where somebody tells like scary encounters they go through and then Mm -hmm. they have so many scary encounters that you realize they have like a serious personality disorder Mm -hmm. and it's not that they're being followed. Mm -hmm. It's that they believe in gang stalking because they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel for them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, great. Now we made it sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. I can tell like on Reddit, some people will post like a lot. It's like, you can't, it can't be all of this all the time, guys. Right? <laughs> Which one is it? Are you, are you uh, crazy or are you lying? Mm, yeah. You know, lying yeah. or lunatic. Mm-hmm. You have two options. So, <laughs> well, I guess, you know, so Michelle's not going to help tell you where to get your scary stuff because i mean just r slash let's not meet which is pretty good mm-hmm. I've, I've enjoyed some of those and of course there's an r slash no sleep yeah on which is which is good it doesn't usually scare me um mm-hmm. but i enjoy it you know look how what an edgelord michelle is she's like doesn't scare me but i find it i mean it's enjoyable i mean you know like i mean i was into being scared when it was still underground so like <laughs> There are very there are very few stories on um on that on that subreddit that are actually I find actually scary. I know this isn't helping my case at all. <laughs> are you one of those people that's most afraid of people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and me too. Yeah, I think most people are most afraid of people. Yeah, well, that makes uh, sense. I mean, ghosts and, and stuff are scary, and but well, yeah, yeah. I mean, wild animals and bears. I uh. I like the, you know what I love is when you're listening to a scary story and it's supposed to be true or whatever, the best is honestly when like nothing happens, like there's no resolution, mm-hmm. you know, like, like it's like my wife and I went on a, uh, a vacation outside of a ski lodge in a cabin and, uh, I, uh, you know, I was going to go outside and take some photos and I noticed footprints in the, in the snow, but I hadn't been outside and, you know three hours. So all my footprints would have been filled in, but they were going toward the door, but then they went back out, you know? And it's like, so I decided to go around the house, but I didn't see anything. And then I saw a man facing away from me, standing in the woods. I called out to him, but he didn't respond, you know? And like, 
he didn't respond at all. So anyway, I went back in the house and figured whatever. And then, you know, there was tapping on the windows and then it's like, and then when we were driving away, I saw the same man standing with his back away from us in front of our living room window. You know, that mm-hmm. stuff scares me because mm-hmm. it's so unusual, but it could totally happen. Yeah. And then it's like, you yeah. know, and then when the police came, they didn't find anything. And you're like, that sounds like the way it would go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As terrible as this sounds, like if you wanted to terrorize someone, it really doesn't take that much effort to go do it and then get away with it. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. terrorizing someone is just is just frustrating them, you know, scaring mm-hmm. them a little bit. I mean, you know, every single night, Michelle, the reason that you don't like get terrified because somebody's like knocking on your windows and then running away and then knocking on a different window and then running away is that they choose not to do it because there's absolutely no like, why would they get caught? Right? I mean, really. The only other thing stopping them is most of my windows are kind of above grade and it would be hard to knock on them. Step stool. That would be, that would be, I would catch them because they would have to like position it and move it. And I'd be like, you're no. And then I'd just take the step stool away. Collapsible like, step this stool. This is mine. It's yeah. for transport. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna get you. They're gonna tap on your windows. Or yeah. they can throw pebbles at the window, uh, you know, where you sleep. They, they can throw rocks at your window. Yes, they. everyone knows where you sleep. I know. It's not that, <laughs> it's not that hard to figure it out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>